And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's my privilege to be joining you today. Well, I've got a great question from a listener I'm going to tee up in the latter part of the show. It's regarding a 1031 exchange, if it makes sense or not. And there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, so hopefully you'll get uh, get some info out of that. But I've got some financial comments and obviously some real estate thoughts before we get there. I was reading a bank rate report earlier in the week. And of note, it said 70% of parents say they're sacrificing their financial wellness to support grown children. Keeping their 18-plus offspring afloat has 51% of parents tapping into emergency savings and 43% dipping into retirement savings. Wow, that is... That's sad, actually. That's, uh, that's very troubling. I mean, we've talked for thousands of hours about essentially the myth of retirement in the United States unless you have a pension uh, or unless you're forced to retire and live on Social Security. And that's not much of a retirement, but it's, not the, it's definitely not the retirement that's sold to us from a, a very young age. And then emergency savings, so important to have that emergency savings. It's where Dave Ramsey and I do agree uh, I'm for the six-month type, right, if, especially if you're working. Corporate America is great until the minute they're not. Don't think that at any point you are safe out there. I've seen it too often. I've had it happen to friends, neighbors. Uh, I've seen changes myself in corporate America, and they happen overnight. So uh, don't think that you're safe and comfy. Have that emergency savings. It's, it's very important. But personally, I have a 22-year-old. And a brand new 21-year-old, well, not brand new, he just turned 21. So uh, let's talk about what I do, right? I'm not going to throw darts at other people. Uh, my 22-year-old, for the most part, is 100% self-sufficient. She went to school. She did well. She got an effective degree. Very important. We do have some rules in this household. If you're going to go to school, we're not borrowing to go to school. We're not going to uh, mortgage our future to go to school. We're not going to pay out the nose to go to some crazy. Well, look, Chloe went to a fantastic college. She went to Texas Tech. What I'm saying is it, it would not have made sense to go to a, a Rice or a Baylor uh, or an Ivy League, nothing against Rice or Baylor. If she could have gotten a scholarship to either one of those, let's go. Those are great institutions. But she went to Tech. She did well. Dean's List got the job she wanted, got her an apartment uh, in Dallas, only 20, 25 miles away from us. So she's close. I'm, I'm lucky in that regard. But I even offered. I said, hey, why don't you stay at home? I've got this house. Let's save some money. Let's go invest it. But when you're 21... I believe there's just that that feeling of freedom. You want to get out of the house. You want to get your own thing. And, and so she's 100% self-sufficient. Do we help out occasionally? She comes home and, sure, we'll do the grocery run. I'll fill her car up with gas. I'll get her car washed. I pay for her phone. I mean, these are, look, she can pay for her phone tomorrow if she wanted to. It's just I've got the family plan and been doing it for years. It's 50 bucks, okay, big deal. 
So uh, we help her where we can, but I don't do anything that my mom didn't do for me. So if she wants to come home and stay a couple days and raid the pantry when she leaves, by all means, we'll load you up. Let's go. Now, my 21-year-old son, let's talk about him. He is 100% at home, okay? He is, he is on the payroll, essentially. He is going to school. He is looking at making a 4.0. We've got one class that right on the edge, he's got an 87, and we've got a few weeks to finish strong. But again, rules of the household. If you're going to go to school, it's going to be an effective you're going to study something that will be effective, that you can make a living at, that will better you as a person. We will pay cash as you go. You are not going to goof off. Goof off, you're done, okay? We're not going to, uh, you're not going to go to school and study basket weaving and be a clown and stay out all night and, and weekends. You've got some responsibilities. All three of my kids uh, work. They have jobs. I mean, Chloe, obviously the full time, but um, they they like work and they understand the value of work. I'll, I'll tell you what we're not doing in this household. We're darn sure not dipping into emergency fund savings or, quote unquote, retirement to take care of our children. Does that make me better than anybody else? No, I just think the other plan is ineffective. OK, dipping into your retirement. Let's take that. You're pretty much guaranteeing that you'll have a lesser retirement and worst case, you're just going to come back and be a burden to your kids, right? If you don't have enough money to retire, then it's going to fall on them to take care of you. All right. As I teased earlier, we're going to hit the mailbag. Got a great question from one of our listeners and Lifestyles Unlimited member. There's so much here. I'm, this is uh, this may take us throughout the rest of the show because there's about four things I want to hit in here. But let me go through the email. Hi, Mike. We recently signed an offer to sell a triplex that we own in my hometown of, and I'm going to leave that blank. It is in Washington State, and he's selling it for $665,000. He bought it in April 2018 for 469000 all cash. And then he even puts the note in here years before I join Lifestyles. And yeah, I'm going to touch on that because we're going to we're going to look at both means. Uh, we're going to look at his returns with cash and we're going to look at his returns with leverage. So that's that's the follow. OK, assuming 50,000 in closing costs. Wow, that's steep. Uh, he says Washington State has a special tax for all real estate transactions. Isn't that nice of them? Uh, driving up the closing costs. Says he'll net 615 from the sale. Uh, says he thought about using a 1031, but it may not give us enough, enough time to find the best deal. I'm going to talk a lot about that. He goes on and says he did his first 1031 exchange last year. He found it to be a lot of pressure to find a property in 45 days. Well, I've got a strategy that'll take that pressure off you. And he's, here's his question. He says, would it be better to pay capital gains tax and keep his eyes open, wait for his pitch, as he once told me. I did tell him that one time. Um, and he says he intends to buy in single-family properties in business-friendly states like Texas and getting out of the tenant-friendly states. Smart move. If you're going to invest in real estate, we've said it often, you need to invest where there's a business culture that respects property rights, it respects owners, business-friendly states. So yeah, Texas, Nashville, uh, or Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, there's there's a ton, and we've got members in all those states. So uh, he's joined Lifestyles, and he understands there's a better method to what he's doing. This is obviously a pre-Lifestyles purchase. Um, let's talk about the 1031 exchange. 
for you listeners out there, if you don't know what it is, a 1031 exchange, they call it 1031 because it's IRS rule 1031. And uh, look, this this rule has been in place for it, it may be over 100 years, at least very close to 100 years, if not if not over. It's not going away. OK, Biden uh, in his plan to destroy the economy, uh, he had it on his list of things he wanted to get rid of. Um, he received pushback from his own cronies. Be- why? Because senators and congressmen all own a lot of real estate. OK, Nancy Pelosi's husband made tens, if not hundreds of millions in real estate. The 1031 exchange rule is not going away. What is it? It's an exchange. You're exchanging one piece of property for another piece of property or one piece of property for three properties. Okay. And you're kicking the, the tax can down the road. You're not, you're not getting rid of your obligation to pay taxes. That's very important. Your obligation remains. You're deferring those capital gains. So for instance, this gentleman, uh, I calculated it. We'll have it later in here. He's got some capital gains, and rather than paying the IRS, he can exchange this property for other properties and essentially maintain that that tax obligation just in the new property. Okay, so the way it works is uh, on the day of sale. Okay, so he's got the triplex. The day he sells it, the law says you have forty five days. Uh, you have this identification period, okay? Ideally, you'd like to close within those 45 days, but you have this identification period to identify your next property or properties uh, you want to exchange into. So you say, IRS, uh, this is going to be a 1031 exchange. Um, These are the properties that I am looking at purchasing. And then the IRS basically says, okay, once you identify them, um, at the same time, you have 180 days to complete that process. You can't just leave it hanging out there for for a long time. So you you have six months, right? You got a month and a half to find the property. Uh, Additionally, you have six months to make the purchase. So the way the process works is you need to get in front of this. All right. Um, I I did email this gentleman back and he closes uh, literally just in a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be a tight timeline, and I think he's already made his mind up, right? Uh, he mentioned that there's going to be some opportunity in the future, so he's good with that. Um, I, I'm i going to also talk about a strategy that I use because I sell uh, – I've been averaging a sale of one property a year, and there's been some capital gains obligations based on that, but I've got a strategy uh, that essentially helps me avoid that. But the way the process works is while contemplating the sale of the property, right? You're like, hey, let's sell the triplex. Okay, as soon as you have that thought, don't put it up for sale. Call an expert. All right, bam, I'm going to stop you right there. We're going to go back to the team meeting. Uh, I'm going to call in my 1031 team expert, okay? We have vendors here at Lifestyle Lifestyles that are very good at this, all right? Talk to the expert. Understand what you're doing understand the process and then enter into the contract you open the escrow so there there's literally it's a holding company right that property is going to sell and the money's not going to come to you it's going to go into a separate account and the 1031 experts going to help you with this the moment you close that day your 45 days of identification begins um, you can identify more than one property and then you finalize the exchange, okay? And it's all done through this third-party provider. 
Now, let's talk about the rules associated with the 1031. Um, for one thing, title must be the same name, okay? If I was going to sell one of my houses and the owner is Michael Harrison, uh, the next property I buy, the owner needs to be Michael Harrison, okay? If both my, uh, if that property is titled in mine and my wife's name, and we try to buy another property, it needs to be titled in mine and my wife's name. So, for instance, I wouldn't sell a house to go do a syndication, um, be a lead investor, for instance, because that syndication is a it's a different title. It's an LLC that has the title. So you can't sell your rental properties to go into a lead. You can sell your rental properties and go to a small apartment if you wanted to. But even typically to protect yourself, that small apartment uh, is going to be an LLC title. Again, there are professionals that can answer this question for you legally, right? Contact your attorney, contact your CPA and talk about it. But that first rule, title must be same name. So if Joe Smith selling a property, uh, does the 1031 exchange, then Joe Smith needs to be buying the exchange property. My name is Mike Harrison. We're going to talk the 1031 on the other side. We'll be right back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you're going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it, although in the back of their minds, they know it. Now, that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you, but some people are going to be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals, and you've got to be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. If you have any questions for me, please send me an email, askmike at luinc.com. How easy is that? Askmike at luinc.com. And to you listeners, I'd like to throw a challenge out to you. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss, send me an email in the subject line, put show topic and then tell me what you want to talk about tell me what you'd like to learn about or discuss on the show and if i get the opportunity we'll put it on the show and we'll talk about it today we're talking speaking of emails from our listeners uh, got an email from one of our lifestyles unlimited members uh, essentially he's selling uh, his triplex uh, for a significant sum and he was talking about possibly 1031 exchanging that into another property so that he can essentially defer the capital gains. You're not avoiding taxes. You are deferring them, right? You're rolling the capital gains obligation from property A into property B. Now, the 1031 exchange, there's, there's some rules associated with it. One is same name on the title. 
going from one property to the other. You're exchanging it and it needs to look like an exchange to the IRS. The next rule is called the three property rule. Okay, so you have that 45 day identification period. Um, and you've got $600,000 to reinvest. You probably don't want to put that in one piece of property unless it's a commercial piece of property, right? And again, this is Lifestyles Unlimited. We're using leverage, right? That should be 20%. Uh, even with an equity capture, uh, you're looking at the potential of reinvesting into $3 million worth of property, right? Six, 600000 times five sounds like $3 million to me. So you can identify more than one property okay you can identify up to three properties remember we're trying to go bigger and better essentially or more is what we're trying to do now the other rule it's called the 200 percent rule right you're just identifying properties maybe i'll buy that one i don't know if if the cards align right i'll buy it so i need to identify such you can identify the value at 200 you can't exceed 200 percent of the relinquished property value oh that answered my first question earlier i was talking about going into three million uh, the identified cannot exceed 200 percent of the relinquished property's value so you can identify up to 1.2 million okay 1.2 million you're still you're still wanting to use leverage uh, when you do the deal so maybe you've got some left over on the other side and, and you would pay capital gains on that so the the gentleman specifically to quote him in his email he says I thought about using a 1031, but it may not give us enough time to find the best deal. He says he did a ten, his 1031 exchange last year, and he found it a lot of pressure to find a property in 45 days. Okay, I'm going to take the pressure off you right here. This is where your team comes into play. And by your team, those are your realtors, right? You should have some realtors that are on your team. And before you even get into the 1031, before this is... When you're considering, you're like, hey, hey, guys and gals, this is what I want to do. I'm going to sell this property. I'm going to do a 1031 exchange. I'm going to have about $600,000 to reinvest. Can you go to work and start identifying some of those properties? So now you've got bird dogs out there, and they're saying, well, hey, Bill, here's an opportunity for you. Here's two opportunities. Here's three opportunities. Let's look at that. And when you find something that's acceptable – then enter into the process, okay? Now, I realize those properties may not stay on the market. You've got to talk to whoever's selling and find out the particulars. If you can hold that in and say, hey, i, I got to sell this property to exchange, whatever that's required, but at least you have your team working for you. And then when you do close your property, boom, you've already got five, six, seven, eight, ten different opportunities, and you just got to identify what makes sense, Okay. So don't do this by yourself. We always say, don't go it alone. Find your team. There is a realty department within Lifestyles Unlimited. If you're at the upper level at, at some of our, at uh, either the challenge or the preferred level of membership, you, you can utilize the team. You can put them to work for you. They do this all the time. They'll find properties. You said you wanted some in uh, business-friendly states, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, Arizona, and several others I'm leaving off the table, they will find it for you. Then you have the time to essentially make the deal and close, okay? So that 45-day period only starts when you close. If you've got your team working on it early, you're going to have a lot more options and you're going to be under 
less pressure, okay? I mentioned this gentleman, he's closing here in just a couple of weeks. So it sounds like he's made up his mind of what he's going to do. I'm going to tell you that he's a winner either way, okay? He's a, well, he's a winner if he does the 1031 exchange. Uh, he's a winner if he pays the capital gains. Um, it was a profitable property, and it's time to move it. He's going to move this into new properties, okay? So um, the the fact that you were under pressure before shouldn't be an issue. Let's talk about how this gentleman did the deal pre-lifestyles because he left it out there and I want to talk, I want to compare the returns because there's still a lot of people out there that believe that rental real estate is best purchased in all cash. And I say all the time, no, 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 you want leverage. The bank is your friend. So essentially this gentleman paid all cash and sold five years later. And based on his number, this is pre-lifestyles unlimited. He made a 31% return pre-tax. Many of you may be saying, hey, that's not bad. I'm happy he was in real estate. I'm happy he found Lifestyles Unlimited. Now, our model, instead of him paying $469,000 in cash, uh, he would have used leverage. Okay, the bank is your friend. He would have been about $100,000 out of pocket, not four hundred and sixty-nine. dollars just 100, okay? Then he could have used the additional $369,000 to buy more properties. So using the Lifestyles Unlimited model, instead of buying that one triplex, heck, with an additional 369, he could have bought three or four more triplexes. And that's based on the prices up where he lives. If he had used our realty department, think about the power here. Let's talk about capital gains because there's something that I do personally and it helps me offset these capital gains. Now, how do I offset capital gains? I'll just say personally, I've been selling uh, about a house a year, okay? Slowly moving my house inventory into multifamily passive investments. When I sell these houses, I'm I'm making a six-figure in my pocket return when I'm walking away from the table. Okay. It's incredible. Thank you, Dell Walmsley. Thank you. Lifestyles unlimited, right? I, I hear your voices out there. You're like, Harrison, you're going to pay 25% of that capital gains back to the IRS. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not doing a 1031 exchange. No, I'm not doing that because again, I'm going to use these funds either to go into a multifamily, another passive deal or potentially a lead. So i uh, I'm the tax obligations there. How am I not essentially paying the capital gains taxes? I might pay a little bit, but I'm darn sure not going to pay 25%. There is a tax rule and it says passive losses offset passive gains. Hmm. What does that mean? Well, I have a multitude of these passive investments in these apartment communities. They provide me with a document each year and it's called a K-1. Okay. And I, I continue to essentially feed the passive side of my investing, at least three to five each year. I get this K-1 and the K-1 essentially is it shows you're depreciating this apartment community, okay? It's it's a business and you depreciate the business. So depreciation is, is a fancy way of saying passive losses, right? And what we're saying is this is a business, okay? The carpet's not going to last forever. I have to put new carpet in. Uh, I have to put new appliances in to make a great home for a future resident. 
they're going to use that stuff, right? It's just like a, a plumber using his work truck. So these are business tools. We own a business. We depreciate them down, right? Does a house last forever? No, you've got upkeep. You've got to take care of it. And so you track what you spend on certain items. You hand it over to your tax folks and they create the K-1. So I get I get a stack of 20 plus K-1s at the end of the year in, in a K-1 for instance, it'll say, okay, we paid you $7,500 in um, quarterly distributions, but we essentially had depreciation of negative $38,000. So that document to the IRS basically is saying uh, in that example that I lost about $30,000. So if I had a $100,000 gain on one of the sales of my houses, but I've got this stack of K-1s and you add it up and there's tens of thousands of losses, it's going to offset my taxes, right? Is this a great country or what? Passive losses will offset passive gains. So um, if that's part of your strategy, then keep that going. All right. Last part of the show, I got another email uh, from an individual and uh, we've talked a couple times and she basically uh, listens to us on the show and she says, Mike, how do I become a passive investor, right? Speaking of passive investing, uh, it just doesn't happen overnight. You don't, um, you know, you don't go to Lifestyles and become a member and then you're immediately allowed to invest passively. There are, uh, we have steps that we follow, but we follow these steps because we need to do this legally, right? The Securities and Exchange Commission has some rules and regulations about investing in syndications. And so if you're going to join at our one, join at our membership level that will open that up to you. And then we're going to go through it. So here's the steps to becoming a passive. Uh, one, you need to make sure this is for you. Okay. Just, just don't, if you've heard of us on the radio and you listen to the returns that we're making, you still need to go. I recommend start with our free workshop, uh, and that's freeworkshoplivestream.com. Start there and just make sure this is something you want to do, okay? This is not just kind of some kind of fly-by-night, you know, do-it-on-the-side kind of thing. If you're married, you and your spouse need to both be on board. Uh, my wife, honestly, was lukewarm, okay? She's red hot now <laughs> in a lot of ways. But when I first started this investing, real estate investing path, she wasn't thrilled, but she trusted me enough to say, okay, go ahead and do it. And then when the returns started coming in, she's, you know, kind of her eyes are perking up and she's like, hey, what, what is this? Let me learn more. And she's fully on board. But step one, make sure this is what you want to do. Okay. So let's say you go to the free workshop. Uh, you sign up for Lifestyles Unlimited, sign up at the most basic level, okay? Go to the two-day, right? Our two-day financial freedom seminar, it's eight hours on Saturday. It's going to talk all about investing in houses, how we make money five ways in single-family properties. Uh, and then day two is the multifamily, another eight hours, Saturday and Sunday. You can also do it online, but I, I recommend going in person to one of our offices. We hold them each and every month. Go to the two-day. There's going to be so much information there, it will blow your 
mind. I've had people that have masters in finance, uh, people that have upper level degree in corporate real estate, and they'll go to our two day and they'll they're literally pulled me aside and they go, Mike, that's the greatest financial seminar I have ever attended in my life. Okay, so sign up, go there, and and again. I'm just wanting I'm just wanting you to absorb some of this information. I want you to make sure this is a path you want to do. Okay, so let's say you go through that and you're like, yes, I do want to invest passively. All right, so uh, step one, um, you need to understand to invest passively. You you can either be what the 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 Securities and Exchange Commission and the IRS call an accredited investor or a sophisticated investor, okay? Accredited is a fan, fancy way of saying financially sophisticated. So uh, the IRS or the SEC, one of the two, uh, or both of them, they say, um, hey, if your net worth is greater than $1 million, not including your house, not including your house, okay? Kick your house out. Your net worth is greater than $1 million. We don't need to watch out for you. You're quote unquote rich, all right? You're really not rich if you're worth just a million dollars. But hey, back in the old days, a million went a lot longer. But if you have a net worth greater than $1 million, um, you're accredited. You can invest in private placement memorandum type syndications all day long. Um, for those of you that are not worth a million dollars, you need to be sophisticated. That's where Lifestyles Unlimited comes in. What does sophisticated mean? It means you have to have the education and the intelligence to understand what is going to be in an 80 or 90 page private placement memorandum, what that business plan entails when a lead investor says, hey, I have an opportunity for you to invest. Here's 100 pages. Make sure you understand it. Make sure this is for you. Now, you also have to have a relationship with that lead investor. So the other thing that Lifestyles Unlimited is going to provide is those networking opportunities. The law basically says you have to know who this person is. You have to have a relationship with them. You have to meet them. You have to exchange emails. You have to talk to them. And there's a lot of reasons why you want to do that anyway. But those are the early steps to becoming a passive. I just want to make sure that it's something you want to do. I can tell you there is nothing better, and I love it. Until next week, I want you to remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.